And it's Brad with College Sportscast. We are presented by the Fanboys, Let's Talk Sports, featured on and sideline sports. guys i think i'm back can you hear me jason <laughs> man yeah you're certainly back all right man all right so we're college sports cast i'm brad i have jason harrison on with me how's it going jason man it's going it's going great it's going great man how about you doing pretty good how's the week been busy as always man it, it feels like a thursday and I just realized today was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Today yeah. is Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. You're Tuesday. right on that now. Yeah. Today is Tuesday, man. Trying to trying to catch up on some baseball and whatever whatever else is going on in the world. Right. Right. I hear yeah. you. Well, welcome to College Sports Cast. Um, I am at Bluegrass Brad's. I am actually Bluegrass Brad, and we are sponsoring ourselves, College Sports Cast, the Fanboys, and Greenville Sports Media. So welcome in to our show. We uh, cover college sports, all college sports, it seems like. <laughs> I think this is our 122nd College Sports Cast show, I think, wow. Jason. Wow. A lot of shows. A lot of shows. <laughs> it is. So this, we are coming to a close to our season one uh, when college baseball here is over. We're going to close season one, do a summer series, and then um, have some a kickoff show August 27th with the fanboys. But before that, we're also each Tuesday in August, we're going to do a preview of the Power Five conferences in college football. And we will start August 1st um, with the Pac-12. And each Tuesday we will come along and do our preview show, talk about each team. We're going to talk about the schedule for each team and what the regular season outcome will be. We will uh, try to predict what the regular season outcome will be on those shows. So give you guys something to look forward to, but we are going to take a, a, a couple of short breaks. Um, our summer series is going to be SEC Media Days, um, and that's going to be – our shows are going to be July 16th through the 20th. Um, and uh, then we will be off again for a couple of weeks till August 1st. So kind of give you guys a heads up on what's going on with College Sportscast. So if you haven't been paying attention, you are missing out because the College World Series in Omaha has been sensational so far. 
I mean, it really has been so – before today's games, there had been eight games so far in the College World Series. It started on Friday. There's been two games a day, two Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is eight games. Out of those eight games, six of those games have been decided by one run. And they and and most of those six have been late eighth inning, seventh, eighth, ninth inning um, decisions, basically, you know, runs to decide the game. Um, Jason, have you been keeping up with anything on the College World Series? I have. I think uh, yesterday I got a chance to actually sit down in front of a television. Uh, yeah. And actually, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to sit down and watch something on TV. And it was the LSU Wake Forest game. And that game was pretty intense. It was a game that I would have loved to be in it because it seemed like it was just a battle of, of wits and, and determination and, and sheer hard heart. Uh, both teams, and I'm talking about the LSU, like the LSU and Wake Forest game. Like they say, both of them. It was it was a sensational game. I mean, it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, it come out to be three to two. Wake Forest come out on top, but it was a late. The eighth inning was explosive. I will get into it a little bit more as we go along. Um, But I'm telling you, it was a sensational game. It's actually, I believe, at least two of three of the best teams in the country, Wake Forest and LSU. I would agree. Um, I would agree. They are are great, great teams, and it was a great game. I watched – Almost all of the game yesterday, um, I was off and on for the first few innings, but after that, um, it got intense. About the, you know, it it was slow going until LSU scored in an error and stuff, and then the sixth inning on was pretty intense. So, um, yeah. And all it takes, all okay. it takes is, is is one error, one one mistake. One wall, yeah. one one yeah. one bad piece, one bad yeah. throw. That's all it takes. Yeah. And it, the game this is be, this is man, nip and tuck for so long. Yeah, this is true. One. Yeah. So the College World Series started this past Friday. Um, Friday's bracket started with Oral Roberts versus TCU and Virginia versus Florida. Both of these games were exciting games down to the wire. Um, Oral Roberts and and Florida scored in the eighth and ninth innings um, to win, and both of these games on this day were six to five games, one in the eighth and the ninth innings. Um, Oral Roberts advanced over TCU, um, on Friday, and Florida, who was behind in the bottom of the ninth, come back and win six to five, um, and uh, advance to the the next round, putting or uh, TCU and Virginia in the losers bracket. So that's how the College World Series started. Like I said, Ole Roberts before. This game on Friday, they had won 31 of 33 games. Um, and, and Jason, 
I think you and I had talked about Oral Roberts and has talked about, you know, they could be a dark horse and stuff. So um, they come out and come from behind in the eighth inning and, and beat TCU to start the uh, College World Series, first game of the College World Series last Friday. Um, so they made a little noise. They made a lot of noise. And, I, and, and unfortunately, like you just said, man, they just end up losing. Uh, again, and got eliminated, but they stranded over twenty-five base runners. Man, yeah. so like say, yeah. So, today, so today's was, game was not exactly how they would want the game to go. Um, Bases loaded in the game. Yeah. They, they just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, man. today's game was yeah. definitely that. So, um, but they did make a little noise in the College World Series. They knocked off TCU to start with. Moved on in the in the winners bracket on Friday to start with, and, uh, and and so did Florida. So then we moved on to Saturday, and Saturday's bracket looked like this. So we had um, we had Stanford versus Wake Forest and Tennessee versus LSU, and that was the order of the games. And Stanford was actually leading. Two to one in the bottom of the eighth, and Wake Forest had some heroics in the bottom of the eighth, scores two runs, holds on to win three to two against Stanford. That's how that game went out. Now, I want to say this Wake Forest has got some pitchers, man. I mean, holy cow, like they 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 know they can pitch. Um and They've got some hitters too. They got a guy that's got 31 home runs, like 87 RBI. That's a lot for 60 some games in college baseball. They did. They did. That's. I thought that was a typo when I saw it on the show. That's a lot for 60 some games in college baseball. He 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 know how to keep the ball in play. Yeah. He also know how to drive in runs. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then and then we had Tennessee and LSU. Now this game was out of all these first eight games was the only game that there was a little bit of breathing room. LSU actually jumped out in this game six to nothing. Paul Skeens was lights out. Um, LSU LSU brought in a relief pitcher in the eighth inning, and they. They, they, you know, they kind of lit him up and they scored three runs in the eighth inning um, and cut it to six to three. And then LSU brought, uh, you know, closed it out in the ninth inning and won six to three. But this game out of these first eight was the only game that there was a little bit of breathing room in um, <laughs> LSU versus Tennessee. And it was because it was six to nothing. Um, Pretty early on, by the fourth or fifth inning, it was it was it was six to nothing in this game, and Paul Skeens was just lights out. And they couldn't hardly get nothing off of Skeens, and uh, of course, then they got three runs in the in the eighth, and uh, <clears throat> made a game out of it. You know, they had they had an outside shot, you know, and, and cut it and made it six three. Tennessee did in this game. But that's how those two games went on Saturday. 
and I don't know if you uh, paid attention to uh, those games on Saturday, but the Wake Forest-Stanford game was an excellent, excellent game. It really was. Wake Forest, again, I'm going to repeat this, they scored two runs in the bottom of the eighth and won three to two, okay? So you're going you're gonna to hear a similar story here in just a few minutes. <laughs> That's the reason why. That's the reason why I'm repeating it. <laughs> All right. Then on Sunday, so TCU and Virginia plays a game on Sunday, and Florida plays Ole Roberts. So TCU and Virginia was a very tight game. It's like one to nothing, then two to one, then three to two. And the whole game, they both scored a run late, like in the eighth or ninth inning. And TCU comes out on top four to three, knocking Virginia out in two late game, one run games. They lost two of them that way. To Florida six to five, and to TCU four to three, they definitely showed good and deserved to be there. Virginia had a, a great team and was right there in in you know in both games. And like I said, they lost both games by one run. Um, and then in the late game, Florida actually jumped out on Oral Roberts and was ahead five to one after about four innings. And then Oral Roberts kind of chipped away, chipped away, chipped away in the ninth inning. They had runners in scoring position. They did score one run and cut it to five to four. It was a one-run game. They couldn't, they couldn't come out over, you know, and get the and get the hit to come out on top. And they were beat by Florida. Uh Five to four, I believe. Let's see if I can get the right score to come up. Yeah, five to four. And then Monday's games yesterday, um, we'll start out with the Tennessee-Stanford game. The Tennessee-Stanford game was tied 4-4 four to four in the seventh inning. Tennessee put together uh, a two-run inning and went up 6-4 to four and closed it out at 6-4. to four. Um, But it was a great game as well yesterday. And then, Jason, we're going to get to LSU and Wake Forest yesterday. Um, so Floyd was pitching for LSU. He struck out 10, was absolutely rolling along. The game was, uh, you know, he was keeping them at zeros, was rolling along. And then all of a sudden, the sixth inning comes around and there was some questionable ball strikes. LSU fans was throwing a fit, um, but he simply couldn't throw a strike and he walked three straight batters. To opening the inning, to open the inning, Wake Forest had a base hit up the middle to score a run. Um, they also drove in a, a second run, and 
went ahead two to nothing. In our two, our, our tie. I'm sorry, they tied the game two to two. I'm sorry, and that was in the sixth. And how LSU got two was a, a line drive in the sun, and the guy couldn't see it. He lost it in the sun, and um, the left fielder lost it in the sun. And there was an error; it went over his head. Yeah, and that's how LSU got two runs um, earlier in the game. So it was two to two in the sixth. And then comes the eighth inning. The eighth inning was pretty fun to watch. Um, what's up, Bo? I appreciate you being on with us, man. Football talk with Bo is with us. So I just want to say what's up, man. I appreciate you being on. Bo Diddley, Bo, 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 Bo. Bo knows. Bo knows. I tell him that all the time. <laughs> I do. All right. So, in the eighth inning, LSU tries to squeeze a run at the plate on a, on a bait, on a little base hit down third base, or trying to get a base hit down third base. Uh, third baseline, and the guy double clutches and still <laughs> throws to home plate. And in it was it was reviewed and everything. In one of the closest plays that you will find, he was thrown out. Got LSU him on the Burton. inside of that thigh. Got him on the inside of that thigh. And it was reviewed and everything. And it yeah. was very very close. I mean. Very close. But the guy, the third baseman, I mean, he double clutched and everything. And still, I mean, just by the hair of his chin, <laughs> did, did he did he throw them out? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. just I mean, so and then in the you know, in the in the bottom of the eighth, they score a run. And win and beat LSU three to two yesterday. So Wake Forest advances to the semifinal rounds with Florida. So right now, Florida and 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 uh, Wake Forest before today, when today started, was in the winners bracket, awaiting in the semifinals. And that's where that's where we were when we entered today. I think Jason's watching the Tennessee LSU game. Yeah, you know, hey, I am. I am. Hey, I, 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 I thought I was about to have breaking news. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was bases loaded. It was an error on the short stars. I was uh -oh. like, when I said, uh-oh. But they get out the end of it. It's the top of the eight. Yeah. Ooh, he hit enough. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brad. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, 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 All that's, right. That's, so, that's, yeah. <laughs> of course, you can see that one of these games is going on right now, okay? And that's LSU versus Tennessee. They're going yeah. on right now. Earlier today, TCU played Oral Roberts. 
Jason said he watched a whole lot of that game. I watched a little bit. Jason said Oral Roberts stranded like 25 runners. Is that right? I'm saying throughout. That's throughout. Yeah. Not today, but throughout. Oh, they, yeah, throughout the College World yeah, Series. Yes, yeah, throughout the College World Series. Uh, the bottom of the ninth, they had the bases loaded. Today? Today. You know, they had yeah. the bases loaded. So TCU jumped out on them six to nothing. They did score one run late in the game, uh, made it six to one. And then what Jason's talking about is, is they had a chance in the ninth inning, bases loaded, you know, to drive in some runs and maybe get a rally going mm-hmm. and, and possibly win the game. And uh, it kind of fell through on them. They didn't, clo- they didn't get it done. And Ole Roberts was eliminated today by TCU six to one. What that means is, is that TCU is advancing to the semifinals in the losers bracket. Yeah, and that is single elimination, right? No. Well, so the semifinals finishes the double elimination. So now we got Florida versus TCU. Florida comes out of the winners bracket. TCU comes out of the losers losers bracket because. TCU has already lost a game. They're going to have to beat Florida twice. Mm. Oh, since TCU lost – well, what I was thinking was, so if TCU loses, they're out, correct? They, they do. If, okay, if, TC, okay. if, TCU, if TCU loses tomorrow, Florida advances to the College World Series final. Gotcha. Because Florida hasn't lost, yeah, but TCU yeah. has. Or Roberts beat them the first game. Gotcha. In the College gotcha. World Series, so gotcha. they're coming out of the losers bracket, and if they now TCU, if they knock off Florida tomorrow, then they play on Thursday, and the winner of that game will advance. But gotcha. TCU gotcha. has to win two, Florida has to win one because they have not lost. Gotcha. makes sense. Makes it. Hey, watch this. I'm listening on a little secret. I never knew that. I just always used to just watch. Yeah, yeah. Watch. I just didn't understand a thing until last year I watched, obviously, reasons, you know, because Ole Miss ended up winning. Right. And I was at the ball watching. But now that I'm watching, watching, I'm like, well, it's single elimination for – and you just asked my question. Yes, correct. Yeah. So – Those of our rules. Yeah. So that's – yes, or tomorrow's games – will be single elimination if TCU or Tennessee LSU loses. They have to win twice to advance to the College World Series finals because Florida and Wake Forest are the winner in the winner's bracket, and they have not lost yet. So – Technically, they won't play each other until – well, if they both win their games. Then they play each other. They play each other in the in the, in the the finals. The finals so they, um, is, a be, is a best two out of three. Yeah. The finals is. Yeah. yeah. Best two out of three, yeah. Yeah. So, right yeah, now, LSU, LSU and Tennessee play. Huh? That what had me. That, that that's what had me antsy, in the in the top of the eighth. Yeah. As they got out after Tennessee, you know, couldn't do nothing with their um, uh, bases loaded deal. 
Tennessee pitcher hit back to back hitters. One of them I thought he hit in the face. <sighs> and so I jumped, I, I, yeah. but he hit him in the shoulder because he turned. I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Hey, give me your live coverage. <laughs> Obviously, like I said, one person is, is, is trying to give you an update, and I'm over here. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm giving you theatrics. I'm giving yeah. you theatrics. Over. Yeah, yeah, this is true. So, Tennessee and LSU is playing. And by the way, today's games were both rematches. Old Roberts beat TCU on Friday in the opening game. And then today, TCU got a little revenge and knocked Old Roberts out six to one. And Tennessee is trying to do the same thing to LSU right now. It is two to nothing. I think it's bottom of the eighth, top of the eighth, bottom of the eighth. Top of the top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. LSU was up, yeah, two to nothing with one out, two people on base. And it's so an LSU beat them six to three on Saturday. So Tennessee's trying to um, get a little revenge and knock out LSU since LSU lost to Wake Forest yesterday. So this is an elimination game. Um, the loser goes home and the winner goes to the semifinals in the loser's bracket versus Wake Forest again. So LSU is trying to get that revenge rematch tomorrow versus Wake Forest. Well, one thing we do, one thing we will say, the semifinals will be SEC, will be, we will have half the teams yep. in the semifinals. Something that we talked about anyway. Yep. Going well, there's, going right now, there's five teams left in college baseball. That's LSU, Tennessee, Florida, TCU, and Wake Forest. There's five teams left. Three of them are SEC. Now, there, two of them are playing each other. So, they're going to not – one of them's going to be knocked out and one of them's going on. So, there's going to be four teams left, and two of them will be SEC. Now – we got Florida that has not lost, and we have Wake Forest that has not lost. So, um, you know, they, they have a little bit of an advantage right now to get to the finals, those two teams do. So LSU's got to finish off Tennessee if they want revenge, and then they got to turn around and beat Wake Forest twice, not once, but twice to advance – to the finals. So they got to win three straight days, Tennessee and two days against Wake Forest. That's a, that's a tall task, even for LSU and LSU has a spectacular team guys. I'm not, I mean, honestly, I think that if I like Wake Forest and LSU has probably got the two best teams, Florida is right. Is is just right below them. Like they're right there with them. Um, I I would I would say that those three teams are probably the best teams. Um, Tennessee was the bet was was the probably the best team last year heading in to everything, and then they kind of fell apart, got beat out, and you know. 
they didn't have a season like they did this year, like they did last year, but have made a great run here in um, in the tournament, in the NCAA tournament, and made it to the College World Series. Um, like I said, they beat Stanford the other day to you know to to get to this point to avoid elimination game. They've already had one elimination game and one in. So uh, you got to give the Vols a little credit on that. And uh, so now they're battling LSU and, and trying to, like I said, get a little revenge on the Tigers. It's crucial. Hey, it got me looking up at that. Man, it's some coaching going on, bro. That's what I'm going to say. It's some coaching going on. Some coaching going on out here. I've never seen a guy have a one-two count and get pulled. The batter, the pitcher, or, get pulled. The, the pitcher, pitcher got pulled. Has a one-two. One-two count. That's a one-two count. Runners at first and second, even though it's one that he just got one out. Now the guy almost ripped a crushing. I'm gonna say a double down the uh, left. Uh, uh, Good going to the uh, outfield over the third base, but it, it went foul. Yeah. You know, so he almost he almost drove those two in. And so I guess he's like, hey, I've seen enough. And I, hey, I don't blame him. I love it. I, I'm not gonna second guess myself. <laughs> if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down coaching. I I can understand that. Especially like we just said earlier, with these one run ball games. One runs. We have two run games. Yeah. It's just that yeah, you know before today. Every game was three runs or less. Six of eight were one-run games. Now, today, this game going on today is a two-run game. It's two to nothing. It's been tight the whole game, of course. Um, so, I've got the game on now, by the way. <laughs> listen, I couldn't help listen, it. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, like, this is this is that. All right, so I'm going to move on. We'll talk about a little bit of this. But so to set up, I've already talked about it a little bit, but Wednesday, tomorrow, will be the semifinals. Wow, that was foul, wasn't it? <laughs> it stopped me. All right, all right, so, all right, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Wednesday, be the semifinals. Now we have Florida versus TCU, and Wake Forest will play the winner of this game that we're involved in right now, T uh, Tennessee and LSU. And then, so to set that up, those games, like I said, either LSU or Tennessee and TCU has to win twice. They will play Wednesday. They have to win that. And they have to win Thursday to make it to the final championship series, College World Series, that will begin on Saturday, guys, June 24th, this Saturday. They will they will begin the final College World Series championship series. It is a best two out of three. So it'll go 
Saturday, Sunday, and if somebody wins two games, it'll be over with. We'll have a championship champion. If they split those games, then we will have a game on Monday, June 26th, and the champion will be crowned on the 26th. So we will either get a champion on the 25th or the 26th um, coming up this weekend, Sunday or Monday. So that's how close we are. We do plan on having a our final show Tuesday, the 27th, a week from tonight. And we're going to wrap up the College World Series and how all this played out and who won and how tight the series was. And we're, we're going to end our season and have a big bang show to end the college world series and college baseball and crown a champion next Tuesday night. Wow. You're going to be on with me, right? Yeah. I don't go to Orlando until um, what's it, the 28th. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. This time last year I was in DC. Watch it. He got he hit him. All right. Oh my goodness. Plunk. He got plunked. <laughs> it's the third person hit in his list. You can't make this kind of stuff up. <laughs> oh. He got plunked. He ain't trying to move either. He gonna feel that in the morning. I already know that's gonna hurt. That hurt me. That hurt me, and I'm sitting down. <laughs> That hurt me, Brad. That hurt me. All right, Jason. I'm going to move on to a little bit of stuff here. So before I before I click that, I'm just going to go and say LSU's going to win the game. Uh oh, oh LSU getting insurance run. LSU's going to win again. And see now I'm mad. Now I'm mad at the. Uh, at the coach for uh taking the pitcher out on a one-two count yeah man i mean that's that's a little unheard of well well, here's the thing too the shortstop muff yeah yeah muffed a double double play play. yeah the shortstop did muff a double play as well So now they gotta go down. They gotta go get in the bottom of the. Hey, hey. Yeah, they I gave up. They gave up one insurance run. Now it's three to nothing. That's where we're at. And watch this. Wouldn't be surprised if the game ends in three to two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is. It could happen. You know it could. Very well. Hey, this is <clears throat> the best teams I was in the playing is. I, I can't say that. One thing I can say about the. The, the college world series the final eight teams that make it to the normally are the best eight teams in the country there I might be one like old roberts tcu tcu got hot like the last half of the season um yeah, yeah. you know old miss last year got hot late in the season so and that's all it takes. So all it takes. You, uh, occasionally you will see a team get hot, but I agree with you. Wake Forest, LSU, Florida, um, even Stanford, Virginia had a great, you know, complete season. Stanford did too. Um, you know, most of these teams 
had complete good – Tennessee what is a team that kind of struggled in the middle. So that's where they struggled. Um, Tennessee did. So that's your eight teams. But Oral Roberts, man, the last two-thirds of the season, they, they flat won ball games. I mean, they – they went 32 and four in their last 36 games. And that was going one and two in the College World Series. All right. So I've got our Linktree uh, scan code up on the screen. All I got to do is scan that QR code, it'll take you to our Linktree page. On our Linktree page, you can find everything we do, including our true victory. And I do have the shirt on tonight. Um, you can find our true victory there. I'll talk about that just a little bit later. But uh, you can also find our platforms like our YouTube page, our Facebook page, my Twitter account. Um, you can also find our TikTok and our Instagram. We have a Tumblr page. You can find everything we do, including Apple and Spotify. We do this and I post it in audio form as well. So there is a ton to check out. Go to our Linktree page by scanning the QR code to the right of the screen, or you can just log in, log on to Linktree slash College Sportscast. Whichever you prefer. <laughs> right? That's correct. All right, then I am going to put up our Real Fresh channel. We are featured on Real Fresh channel, and they do a little bit of everything. He has his, how he has his own shows, and then he features us on Sunday nights. He has a show called Death, Taxes, and Sports that he features. He has a show called You Want to Do What? Uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the game show it's a show that they do on that uh, and uh, they do a comedy show uh, where they do clips and stuff and check him out he does a, a wrestling show just check him out I'll let him talk here <laughs> and think about his channel here is Howie Fresh here Fresh Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content, uh, anything from college sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got You Want to Do What? We got the Wrestling Corner. We got live streams. Just go over to youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. All right, guys. That was Howie Fresh with the Real Fresh channel. He is part of our The Fanboys team, and go check him out. We would appreciate it. He would appreciate it. No doubt.
All right. Now, Jason, have you caught any of the San Diego State news that's, that's, that's went on the last three or four days? I have not uh, caught any of it. Uh, but I've heard they were trying to move. They were eager to move from conference to the pack. Was the pack twit? With the back twelve, that's why I, yeah. I did hear a little bit about it. Yeah. Well, so what? What? What really happened is, is the San Diego State sent out a clear message from the university stating that they intend, <coughs> excuse me, they intend on resigning from the Mountain West Conference. And the reason why this is important is this. If they if they move from the Mountain West Conference before June 30th of this year, 10 days from now, their out is only $17 million to leave the conference. If they wait till after June 30th, their buyout doubles to $34 million to leave the Mountain West Conference. What do you think? So what would you do? If, if, if you're the administration of San Diego State, what would you do? Would you would you go ahead and do it immediately? So, and But here's the deal. The Pac-12 keeps – San Diego State has made no bones about it. They have flat said – that they want to be in the Pac-12, the new Pac-12, okay? They even come out the other day and said, we intend on resigning from the Mountain West Conference. But the Pac-12 keeps, like, dragging their feet. And I I think it's because they're trying to work out a, a TV deal, and they've been in, and they've been in, um, you know, talks with it forever, and now all of a sudden they're trying to add San Diego State. But I don't understand why they don't go ahead and just send them an invite and add San Diego State and add them to the TV deal that they're that they're currently working on. I mean, why not? I don't understand what the holdup is. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, man, with all this talk about the Pac-12 uh, losing everyone, um, having to reshape, I, I I think they're trying to hold out to see who actually leaves. You know, we t- talked about USC's leaving. Uh, UCLA. And UCLA. And UCLA. They're so, leaving. So, they, so it's, it's down to 10 after, after this season. All right. Okay. So, so – do you want to put San Diego? Do you, you want to call it the Pac-13? So is that the whole up? So, what I've been hearing is is SMU is quietly watching, and they have not. Now, SMU is totally different than what San Diego State has done. San Diego State's been bold and 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 told what they want and everything else. SMU is quietly watching, and. From everything that I have read up, uh, lots of different reports on it, 
SMU is ready to join the Pac-12 as well. SMU is in the AAC, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where they are? Mm-hmm. The AAC conference? They were Memphis. Yep. yep, and they were Memphis. Memphis and all that. Yeah. Uh, is, Memphis, is Memphis talking about leaving? Memphis talking about leaving the AAC too, right? Uh, now that one, I'm not sure. I'd have to do a little research on it. You're, you're, you're in that area, so you probably would know a little more about it than I do. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll that one. But SMU, who has always been kind of the outsider in, in Texas program, they've never been included in any of the big um, conferences that any of the Texas teams have been involved in. And that includes way back. You know, when you talk about the Southwest Conference, when you talk about the Big mm-hmm. Eight Conference, before it was the Big 12, now you got the Big yeah. 12 Conference. SMU has always been on the outside looking in. They've never been included in any of the big conferences. So I would have to believe that if SMU has the chance to join the Pac-12 as a power conference, that they would absolutely and to do that away from all the other Texas schools, I would think SMU would absolutely jump at that opportunity. I would think to be in a power we, conference we, away from uh-huh. the away from you know Texas Tech and and Baylor and and Texas and Texas A and M and you know away from all the power Texas schools. So you would have Texas and Texas A&M in the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have you would have Texas Tech, Baylor, you know, uh, TCU in, in the Big 12. And then SMU would be alone out of Texas in the Pac-12. I would think that that would help them – with Texas and Western recruits across the board. I would believe so. I I would think so. I I don't mean coming this way and towards the SEC and all that, but, man, I would think that would help them, you know, hey, come to Texas. You can come to Dallas. I mean, SMU is in Dallas. Hey. That's a – that's a pretty fertile ground um, to be in, Dallas. I don't think I don't think they would have any trouble uh, whatsoever uh, trying to get uh, out of town and get to a game. I don't think that'll ever happen to them. I think that uh, being able to get out out of that airport, get out of that area, would be as easy as anything, and it'd be an easy fly in. For everyone, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 one of those deals, man. It's one of those deals that you know you look at and then you you really have to wonder, like, okay, is this a smart move? But like you said, SMU has always been on the outskirts of of, of everything being done, and want to make sure that they're included with everything and be able to be in the forefront because that would be a big deal. Other than Texas going to the SEC, that would be a huge deal. For SMU, uh, because that, like you said, that state is very fertile with talent, and that would only help SMU with their recruiting. Being in a bigger conference, 
uh, and, and giving them, giving the people something else to do, something else to look. Even though they do a great job of covering their sports in the, in the uh, state of Texas, do a great job, a remarkable job, might I add. So they do, but SMU's kind of always been the redheaded stepchild in Texas. So you go to the back. <laughs> now if you go. Now if you gonna say you're gonna be playing on the West Coast a lot and all this, yeah. Hey, you see what I'm saying? That, that, that's that's very interesting. So you know, the Pac-12. They're losing the Los Angeles market. That's what they're losing, which is a huge, huge hit. Okay, they're losing Southern Cal and they're losing US and and they're losing uh, UCLA. So they're losing the the Los Angeles market. If the Pac-12 can pick up San Diego and Dallas, two marquee cities. I mean, exactly. it's not, it's not, exactly. it's not USC and UCLA. It's not LA. Okay. But it's not, it's not a bad, you know, it, it's, it's not a bad do what you have to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to pick up mm-hmm. Dallas and San Diego. The it's cities. not bad at all. Yeah. It is not bad at all. It's not bad at all. I mean, now, is it going to save? We talked about this last week. It's thirty-one point six million. That's the mark. Is the revenue share that the Pac-12 is working on? Are they going to be able to split thirty-one point six million dollars with their twelve teams? That's the number they need to hit. The reason why that. That's the number is because the Big 12 signed their contract last, I think, October, and that is what the Big 12 shares is, is 31.6. You know, the SEC and the Big 10, they might be above 50 million. I mean, it could be it could be 50 or 55 million. I mean, honestly. So 31.6 is already a lot lower than what the SEC and the Big Ten is going to be. The ACC is in that 35, 37, 38 million dollar range. So the Big 12 does not want to be left in the dirt basically with 20 million when all these other teams are getting 50 and 60 or 40. You know what I'm saying? Well, is that what you're saying? So the 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 mark really is 31.6 million is what they're trying to is what they're trying to make sure that they hit. So that way they will at least be on an even scale with all the Big 12 teams. So any anybody out west would all be kind of even in that 31, 32, you know, million dollar range on the shares. Man, yeah, yeah, that's 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 on the low end. So, update on this game. LSU, home run. You just missed a home run. LSU has scored two more runs in the top of the ninth, and they now lead five to nothing. It was a home run. Is that what it was? It's a home run. I almost gave it away. You were saying something. I just haven't let it get my eyes get real yeah. big. Yeah. Took them out. Took, took, took it out. 
So they they now lead five to nothing in the top of the ninth. There is two outs, no runners on, but LSU is still at the plate. And then Tennessee is going to have to score five runs on LSU in the ninth um, to uh, take this game into extra innings or six to win. So we'll see. But that's where this game is at right now. I don't see. Scared Tennessee play. Hey, now they might rally. They might rally. I just, I just think LSU's pitching. Uh, it's going to just take them over the top. And once again, another hit batter. Wow, another hit batter. <clears throat> or did he get out the way? I think he moved quickly, but hurt himself moving. All right, so I'm going to put up our yeah. merch shop. It's to the right of the screen now. Our merch shop is merch shop. You can scan that QR code, go straight to our online shop. This, our logo, I, I put it up on the screen a little bit. Uh, that's our custom art logo. And you can uh, pick up a, a, a shirt, T-shirt. You can pick up a hoodie. Um, you can pick up a long sleeve. Um, and then we have some sports design that's not the logo but it's design of a basketball soccer ball uh, volleyball softball women's uh, softball and and basketball is on there as well so check it out and uh, use our code watch cs cast for a 15 percent discount at our online shop I'm going to leave that up on the screen for a little while so you guys can see that and scan that code as we talk and uh, shop at our online shop. Get yourself custom art exclusive <laughs> college sports cast. All right, so hear about Bob Huggins. And what happened to him over the weekend? I did. I did. Uh, I think that was going to talk of Saturday noon. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to switch yeah. to college basketball here. Um, Jason is a former player, college basketball, so um, he coaches AAU ball right now. And uh, well, they're taking a break in June, but he'll he'll pick it back up in July. Um, so. He's uh, heavily involved with with basketball, and you know, Bob Huggins has been a coach for a long, long, long time. And I've been hearing a lot of bad stuff about Huggins lately. And I want to say this: Bob Huggins has never been a class guy. Okay, I, I don't like I, it. He's and he's and he's always kind of tripped up on stuff. He's never been a class guy. Um, Bob Huggins, think it. Bob, think of Bob Huggins in the Bobby Knight mold, because mm. that's kind of the tree that that Huggins fell out of. <laughs> and I mean, listen. And I'm saying. 
saying that with the deep respect, the man can coach basketball. He's always been a really great coach. I don't know his exact record, but he's bound to be seven, eight hundred wins in his career in basketball as a coach between Cincinnati and West Virginia. He's bound to have seven, eight hundred wins. And, you know, I'm going to guess 300 losses or something. And, and I'm, th- those are just guess numbers, okay? But yeah. Huggins has always been a little raw, a little rough around the edges. Now we live in a time where people think that that's – that that shouldn't be, that that shouldn't happen, that nobody should be a little rough around the edges. And, but the truth is, is it still happens. I don't know exactly what happened on Saturday, Friday night, or whatever night it was. Friday night, I think, when all this happened, he was picked up for a DUI. He blew a 2.1. West Virginia is 0.8. So it's two and a half times. It's not like it's not like he was stone cold drunk. I mean, I'm a I'm a pretty big guy. Huggins is a pretty big guy. I, I can tell you this: like if you drank three beers in thirty minutes, you might blow a two point one, a point two one. Right, right, Jason. If you drink how many beers in 30 if minutes? If I drink like three beers pretty quick in 30 minutes. Well, that wasn't the extent of it. It's, it's the fact that he had uh, a trash or a bag full of, you know, he was riding around with them. Oh, so he, he had, had a bag had full of, see, I didn't hear yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a bag full of beers, you know, and so that was kind of the difference, <laughs> you know, so. That right there, I think, did him in. And um, I mean, I, I'm going to piggyback on what you said. Bob Huggins is a, a – is the 2023 version of Bob Knight, in my opinion, with some of the antics he has been able to get away with. On the court and been, off the court. Had, yes, yes. Both. Had it been, yeah, had it been any other uh, coach – uh, with the same uh, uh, problems or mistakes, they would have been got rid of him. But the fact that he actually had, you know, won or produced players and was in because in Cincinnati he did things his way. He had he had he had some rough dudes in Cincinnati, and he and he had some run-ins with some stuff. To Huggins did and himself. Yeah, yeah. Huggins has 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 always gotten a pass. <clears throat> In, in the day of age of social media and the media and with all the movements and everything going on, he just couldn't afford to do it again. He just well, so just a month or so ago, you know, he had the deal on the radio station and all that, you yeah, know, the slur, the slur he used. Yeah. The slur that he used and stuff. So he, so he had that, that was already against him um, just like yeah, six yeah, weeks yeah. ago or whenever that was. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so he he so was put on the, like a probation period at West Virginia then, and they 
they and they let him keep his job then. Yep. And then yep. Friday, yep. Saturday night, Friday night happens. I just I just don't understand. Um <clears throat> and I two things I do get. He's grown and he's grown. He's 69 right. years just, old, guy. That's what I'm saying. Like he's been met, coaching yeah, a I, long I, I, time. I, yeah. I met I, I I met him. He he came to uh junior college one time uh and recruited a guy we had. He showed up himself. Uh he showed up, uh met him, said, Hey, if you guys are ever in West Virginia, just give me a call. We can go back to my house. I have a board. Listen, believe every, every word he said. Okay. When you're on thin ice and you have to be very careful because you, we have to be careful what we do. We can't be, hey, do as I say, not as I do. Okay? So if I'm Bob Huggins and I feel like riding and drinking, I'm probably going to call someone and say, hey, come get me. Let me ride and drink. I will pay you to drive me around. He's got the money. Me. I mean, you would think that, he's got the money. That, 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 that is all that I'm saying. That is all that I'm Morning saying. Morning track I, power, I, I, by I'm the way. Saying, yeah, I'm just. Tennessee's I'm just, done. I'm, LSU beat them. Yeah, they had two I warning track powers, by the way. Yeah, in, yeah, in the ninth. Yeah, That's what I was getting I'm, at. I'm, I'm, Sorry. Yeah, you good. You good. Because I was doing this. It it, it it was just it it just, it just behooves me that you know um, especially in times in which you know and I understand too that sometimes you don't trust people you don't want people in your business I get that but I don't want to get probably one of my closest friends or my closest buddies and say hey but Huggins Huggins has always been that dude that he you know you can't tell me nothing I'm gonna do it my own way. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be as rough around the edges as I want to be, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it my own way, and that's and that's how he's always been. I mean he that's what got him in Cincinnati. He was fired out of Cincinnati and was probably the the greatest coach that Cincinnati had ever had. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I once again, I'm saying this, I'm not passing judgment on anyone. I'm the last person to pass just with anybody. I know I'm not perfect, so I don't speak anybody from that. Man, just sit down and watch TV and get hammered at home. <laughs> or like you said, at you home. got the money. I mean, you know. I'm going, hey, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I might even call, I I might even call Uber. But with the day and light of technology, everything is polarizing. I can understand him wanting to. You know, do things by himself. You know, but but you putting yourself in. And here's the thing: not only are you putting yourself at risk, but you're putting everyone else on the road. On yeah, absolutely. Staff. On the road. Yeah, you're right. On the road as well, as well. By the way, their, their contracts are expiring, and so they don't know. I just seen something on Twitter before I came on here that West Virginia made an announcement. And I don't. I didn't read the announcement. They had a press release of exactly what they said. So now, well, those so there's and, talk. So West Virginia Huggins had brought in several transfers and stuff, and yeah, and yeah. and there was hope that West Virginia would be a much better team this year 
in the Big 12. But now that Huggins is gone, they are hoping to be able to keep the staff intact. Yeah. And and not lose their players to keep the rest of the staff intact. Um but and I've and I've heard I've heard a couple of names really um where that might happen and I'll I'll try to get to that here. Hang on a minute. Because I I I seen a story Actually, like you said, right before we come on, I was I was doing a little research. And I seen a, a story about like who they might get. I don't know. I can't find it now. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I would bring that up. But so I, I did see two names that Steve Forbes was one from Wake Forest that I that I heard that they might try to go after. And then I also heard, Jason, that they might go after Chris Jans from Mississippi State. Ooh. But I I just I just don't see either one of those guys leaving the situations that they already have to go to West Virginia to step in and try to fill this team's shoes with, you know, Huggins. I just, Coach Martin just left last year and took a job at South Carolina State. That's one of them. I South feel, Carolina yeah. State's coach is one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I, you know, I think he will come is in. Is that Frank Martin? Him. Is that who you're talking about? No, that's not Frank Martin. That's uh, Coach Martin. Uh, coach Martin uh, was a former, one of his former players. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, his former player. Yeah, uh, Frank Martin is at where is he? He's somewhere. He was at South Carolina and got canned, and, I, and I'm not sure if yeah. he's coaching. And Frank was filled in, you know, what was on his was on Huggins' staff at one time. He was. He was. Yeah. I remember he said something about him. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if he's coaching right now. He he got fired from South Carolina. He he didn't coach last year, but now. He could have got some small school somewhere. I, I don't know where he is. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, I'm trying to think like I, I might better go catch him. Uh, I'll probably go to, to, to the page and see exactly where go. From Bob, uh, uh, even from Bob Huggins' daughter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had how many cans? Cherokee Fur, Huggins, $59. Yeah. I'll send this to you, Brad, as well, so you can see exactly. Uh, well, I, I didn't about. see that, that he had a bunch of 
cans and stuff on his car. I didn't see that part. I just Man. seen where it said his blood alcohol was 0.21. I which, read that. But I mean, 0.8 is nothing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, 0.8 is know. nothing. That's one beer. Seriously. Yeah. So I don't in, know what. In 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, no. he still shouldn't be. I'm not saying anything. He still shouldn't be on the road driving. I'm just saying that a big guy like Huggins is 0.21 doesn't sound like it's like outrageous to me or nothing. You know, it's all I'm saying. Um, but if he had a whole bunch of cans in the car, you can't really deny that. <laughs> Man, you know, did it come through yet? Throw. You got to throw them out the windows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man, I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man. Don't do that. That was a joke. You got to hang on to the evidence. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I see anything about the Bible. Yeah, I got it. You, got, you see that cane? You see that bag? Yeah. That kind of did a man right there. All right, so I'm going to move on to True Victory. I got my shirt on tonight. There it is. So True Victory is um, we are a proud sponsor of. They're a veteran-owned sportswear company. You can scan that code to the QR code to the right of the screen, take you to their online shop. They have men's, women's accessories. They have some great gear, great workout gear, um, and they are veteran-owned and 1st responders owned uh, check them out you can use our code to fanboys for a 15 percent discount and you can pick up some really really comfortable cute gear i like it so again scan our code to the right of the screen for a qr code and like I said, use our code to fanboys. All right. So then I'm going to get to some Kentucky news. And I'm going to set a few things straight, I think, or I'm going to try to anyway. So, Matt, I'm getting so sick and tired of seeing these I don't know, so-called insiders and everything else that's coming up. So, you know, and talking about this news. So just two or three days, three or four days ago now, there was a guy, a reporter now. This was this was like a real reporter. And, you know, he's telling a story that that Antonio Reeves, he's writing a story that's like 10 days old. And he puts it out there like it's brand new, okay, that Antonio Reeves is taking classes at, at Illinois State. Whoa. He is. So yeah. I want to take I want I want to take the time. And I'm not a huge insider here, but I do I do a little research, okay? I, I look at stuff. I write some articles myself and I do a little research. And 
I'm just sick and tired of these people that come out of the woodwork and don't do some damn research. And they come up and they tell all this stuff and they don't know what the crap they're talking about. So here's the deal. Antonio Reeves transferred to Kentucky last year from Illinois State. Okay. When he transferred to Kentucky, some of his credits did not transfer. So when he had to take horses, right? Some of his credits did not transfer when he transferred to Kentucky. Illinois State is a lot smaller school. Kentucky is an SEC school, has different standards. Some of his courses and his credits did not transfer. Okay? So, what that did is, is it made him even less likely to be able to graduate because he lost some credits. When he May 31st, when he took his name out of the NBA draft and said he was going to come back to college, but he wasn't sure about Kentucky, the only way that Antonio Reeves can play anywhere else besides Kentucky at that point on May 31st was if he graduated. So the research that I have done tells me that Reeves is taking some online classes through Illinois State in hopes to regain a few of his credits and to graduate after a summer course or two. From what I am, from the way I understand it. Now, I will say this, this is causing some issues. And the issues are this, now that he is enrolled as a student back in Illinois State, there is some questions or not whether he would be eligible to play at Kentucky or would he have to transfer back to Kentucky if he wanted to play there? Yeah. Because he has taken some courses, online courses, by the way, at, at Illinois State. But so there's a lot to this story. It's a little strange. I'm listening to it. It gets strange every time you say it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, from what the way I understand it is, Kentucky and Reeves are currently looking into what it would mean if he wanted to stay because the rumors over the last four or five days has been is that the tides were turning and that Reeves might want to stay, including there's there's been pictures that Reeves' locker is still intact with his number, with his name, with his nameplate. It's been posted. Yeah. 
his 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 Kentucky locker is still intact, and there are rumors that Kentucky has ordered their Global Jam, which is July twelfth, is coming up, has ordered their uniforms for the Global Jam, and Reeves they ordered one for Reeves. I don't know if this is true or not. Those are rumors, okay? I have no idea if those are true or not. But what I am telling you is I have come across and done a little research, and Kentucky and Reeves is currently looking into what all this means because he's taken online classes at Illinois State and if that messes with his eligibility to play at Kentucky. I don't I don't see why that would mess with any eligibility that he has, Brad, just because he's taking courses online. I, I'm not understanding that either. I, well, this is the visual. This is not you, so I'm thinking about that. Okay, just because he, so why could he take the courses that Kentucky? Um, is it because they don't offer, or is it because they don't offer? <laughs> well, so I think it's because he was losing some credits, and he thought if he went back to Illinois State to finish. That he could gain those credits back and put a class or two with it, he'd have enough to graduate. Oh, okay, okay. That's the reason why I think he's done it, that he done it. Whereas, whereas at Kentucky, he lost a few credits and he lost some stuff, so he was a little further away from graduation. And he probably wouldn't have been able to graduate with just a couple of classes in the summer course. Is what I'm hearing. So if he graduates, he's going to be considered a grad, a grad, grad transfer. But, But he'll be a right. He'll be if he graduates because of these online classes. He will technically be a graduate of Illinois State. Yeah. Not of Kentucky. <laughs> yes. That's a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. That is a lot. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I see why you're trying to – yeah, let me put this out here. Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's just a lot of news surrounding Antonio Reeves that is just – like I've never – I've been dealing with – like, I, you know, I've been dealing with basketball and and been a sports guy all my life. And I I can't recall ever in the middle of the summer somebody taking courses at another – you know, I can't recall ever hearing that. Yeah, that's, and especially, that's especially those courses being trying to get you to graduate. Yeah, 
So that means you would technically be a graduate of Illinois State. Technically. You said technically be a graduate. Wow. That's something right there. So like I said, they are checking into what that would mean for his eligibility at Kentucky from the way I understand it. Now, does that mean that he absolutely couldn't? But would he have to be considered a two-time transfer? Even though he played at Kentucky last year, <laughs> mm. that's see. There's there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of red tape to this. That gave me a headache. Yeah. I'm trying to process like how can he leave Kentucky, go take court, but he's taking online course. I just think he's trying to he's trying to become an Graduate, a grad transfer, uh, a grad, so he can transfer. So, so he can transfer back to Kentucky. I don't know. Or transfer wherever, wherever you know. But, but I am hearing in the last five or six days that that he tides have kind of turned, and that he, that he is wanting to come back to Kentucky. Now, I don't know if those that rumor that is a rumor. I don't know if that rumor is true or not. But I do know for sure that, that that this courses stuff and taking online classes at Illinois State and that and that he's trying to graduate and that it is messing with the eligibility that he would be an Illinois State graduate if it happens and he played at Kentucky last year and whether or not he would have to be a two-time transfer because of that. There is a lot of stuff that's going on with it, is all I'm saying. And it's all weird. Yeah, it <laughs> Man, yes. Yes. It, 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 boys, that's a lot of, that's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a lot of moving parts. That's a lot of moving parts. But let me ask you a question while we're on your Wildcats. Um, there's been a lot of talk that they need to ha have some veterans on this team. They don't have enough veterans. Yeah, I've, uh, I, I read the other day, and so what do you what do you think about that? So Reeves would help, of course, if he could come back. I mean, Reeves Reeves would be a fifth year senior. Okay, gotcha. uh, Reeves would help with that if he could come back. First of all, mm -hmm. um, second, I'm. I, as a fan myself, I mean, I was upset that they didn't truly all all guns, you know, blasting or whatever to try to go get um, Grant Nelson from North Dakota State, and I think he's going to wind up at Alabama. So he's going to be in a he's going to be you know down there that we're going to have to met, deal with uh, for as a fan, Kentucky. Um, and Arkansas's reloaded, and 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 uh, Alabama's reloaded, and you know, so Ole Miss is making as you know, Beard's making a mark. I don't know that they'll be the top of the mark next year, but he's going to be. He's going to have a good team. Uh, of course, you got you know Auburn, uh, 
that's with Bruce Pearl that's going to probably have a good team in the SEC. Um, you know, they're, they're uh, Missouri. Can't count them out. You know, so do I think that they need ex- some experience? Yeah, absolutely. I, I do think that they need it. Now, I haven't seen these talented freshmen play together yet. They are extremely talented. Now, whether or not they can overcome the inexperience, I'm I'm not sold on it yet. But I'm also freaking out. You know what I mean? Like it's summer, so you know I'll, I, I, I understand. I'll, I'll understand. I'll freak out in November. <laughs> I can understand. Hey, one sport at a time. Yeah. I just, I just, when I read that, I thought about you. I was like, I know Brad had seen this yeah. uh, article about his Wildcats. And then to to, to piggyback, I, what, what was the big Oscar? Yeah. Big Oscar may not get drafted. That's, look at here. NBA draft. Look at that. Look at that. Look at NBA that. draft listen, is, listen, thir- listen. is Thursday night. <laughs> and, 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 extending off of what you just mentioned. So there is a little mostly unknown fact. Okay. A rule was cho- was changed in 2019 mm-hmm. that allows a player if they go undrafted and was invited to the combine, if they go undrafted, they have till Monday after the draft to inform the school, and they actually can come back to school if they go undrafted. Man, yeah, I heard. I, I heard about that rule. I heard about that rule. Yeah. I, heard, I heard about that rule. So, Oscar, I have seen. So there's 58 picks Thursday night in NBA draft. I've seen Oscar listed in the 60th spot, in the 60th, That's the last pick. in the 62nd spot, and I've seen him all the way down to like 69, 72, depending on which mock people you know you're looking at. But he's somewhere in that 60 to 69 range in almost every single one of them. And there's only 58 picks in the draft. Now, here's the deal. Oscar has worked out for like 15 teams, 13, 15 teams, a bunch of them. Um, he's put in the work. Big Oscar has. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's going to be – I'm very, very interested to see – if he gets drafted, if there is a team late in the second round that's going to take a chance and and and, uh, and draft a guy that can rebound better than anybody I've seen in the last I don't know thirty years in college now in college in college in college, I, in college. I'm just saying 
I'm, I'm just saying he hasn't been in pros game. yet. So I mean, I understand, but you, <laughs> but you saying he has, he, he has, he's, he's rebounded better than anyone in college. I don't. I think that transfers into um, an NBA because you look at somebody like a Grant Williams and a uh, uh, Draymond Green. Yeah, they were undersized, uh, but I think they had a little bit more skill than Big O. I'm not gonna call him a Big O. I'm sorry, Big Oscar. Um, I think they have a little bit more skill than him. Uh, but it's gonna be interesting. I see uh, a couple of Wildcats stayed into the stayed in the draft as well. Um, what do you think the chances of your Wildcats getting drafted? Um, well, what's his name? Casey uh, Wallace is probably going to be in that 10 to 18 range somewhere. That's probably uh-huh. where he's probably going to uh-huh. fall. Uh-huh. That would be my guess. I've seen – so I, I looked at about four mock drafts the other day. Um, he was uh-huh. as high as ninth and as low as 16th uh-huh. in, in the mock drafts. Casey Wallace. What about, the, what about the other one that stayed in? Livingston is – going to be a second rounder at best I, I do think he will get drafted um and i think he's gonna be a three and d guy i think he i, I think that, i think they're looking at his length and his athleticism and his in his in his build that he could be one of those guys that the, to, to to guard with those bigger wings that you're facing yeah uh, i mean livingston's a great player I mean, he, he's a good player He's yeah. he's still young. He was a freshman. didn't didn't play a lot at the beginning of the year. He still has a ways to go. Livingston does to 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 be a fully polished player. I mean, but believe it or not, and hear me when I say this: some guys are better in the NBA than college. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. He might just be one of those guys. Because he, he he's been good for so long, for so long. Yeah, he's a he was a two time he was a two time Gatorade Player of the Year for his state. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, he's been good for so long. Yeah. And once you get one, and the way college is set up, college is set up right now for college type guys to win college games. Pros are necessarily not going to win all the games now. You know, the better teams. With more pros who are willing to play together, or when it's like UConn, UConn had about on that team they probably had at least four or five guys who are going to be professionals. Now they might not just be NBA players, right? But they're going to be professionals, yeah, in some capacity, yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. I am interested in paying attention to the NBA draft on Thursday night, um, so I will be on on Thursday night, and. Uh, okay. So y'all check. I'll be traveling. I'll be traveling. I I I might I might call. I might be able to tune in if I if I get. No, you come on. Hey, we leaving it three. That's a five hour drive. I just be getting tired. Yeah, Tuesday and Thursday is what we're doing this week. Eight p.m. We'll be on Thursday night. I will be on Thursday night. Um, and uh, y'all tune in and catch me on Thursday night for College Sportscast. We will do a preview of hopefully the College World Series final series, uh, the two teams that are remaining, and we'll do a preview of that plus more um, on Thursday night. But uh, that's where we are headed next on Thursday night, and we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Jason, 
had some fun. I appreciate it, man. Always. always we will, we will always, see you. Always. I know I'll see you next week on Tuesday and kind of close out the season. So we'll have some fun then. No doubt, no doubt. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night.